Inherently Happy, Episode 34, The Happy Love. Take time to grow together. If you meet someone who complains a lot or who accuses a lot, then you may be in store for some more complaints and accusations. If you meet someone who wants to connect, to grow and learn and love, then you can share that even before a first kiss. Hold hands if you're feeling amorous. Hug and smell each other. Lie down for a nap together. Lounge around on each other. Talk and listen about the life, hopes, dreams, and guilt of each other. Talk about romance and a possible shared future. Get past the honeymoon phase as best you can. Find some way to help both of you grow. Then kiss. And bring variety and patience by kissing in a variety of moods. Kiss when you're smiling, maybe just a lip bump. Kiss when you're sad, maybe a tender kiss on the cheek. Kiss when you're riled up, the passion may surprise you. And start discussing sexual experiences and expectations and explorations. Get medically tested. Research and obtain protection. Dance together. Dance and kiss. Eat together. Eat and kiss. Drink together. Drink and kiss. Touch each other. Touch and kiss. Go only as far as you've previously discussed and negotiated Your judgment is too overheated right now to trust. Stop and assess for next time. The reason for taking it slow is to give each side the chance to find glaring incompatibilities early and to grow into those greater connections that you do find. There's still no guarantee, but you have a clearer picture of what you both want that is developed over years of not looking before I leapt. So as to defend yourself against some of the horror of love, myself. Still a big fan of connecting with others, I am. But I am always losing some of the faith I had in love because of the outcomes that I've had in love. So maybe I should take it slow. You guys can handle it. I can't. Remember, as far as I know, no one is listening to these but me. So, I need to give myself some very good advice, as Alice in Wonderland would do. But since, also like Alice, I very seldom take it, I need these episodes to remind me of the wisdom I have gleaned before life comes along and makes me forget again. Or distracts me with its craziness! These are my mental insurance policies, so that I... So that if, if I should ever go fully insane or forget everything I ever knew, I can remind myself of the wisdom I once had and begin anew and maybe with fewer inhibitions because I'd probably forget those too. I'd be like a mental newborn, but with a head start in development. Yes, rather. <clears throat> maybe if we all started from a blank slate, We could build from a better foundation. So how do we wipe our minds clean? I could just tell myself to. Would I believe me? I would have to be thoroughly convincing. 
so that I would never question or doubt it. But do I really want to wipe away everything? Don't I need to remember to pay rent and go to work? Can't I just wipe away the pain, the conflict, and the apprehension? Can't just... Can't I just let it go and we start from there? Let those go. Can't I just let those go and we start from there? <laughs> it's a lot of reading, I'm sorry. But how do I let go of all the assholes who deserve to get theirs? Or the painful lessons of love learned? Those protect me from getting burned again. Have they protected you so far? No. I wasn't paying attention close enough. And you will now. I have to. But you have yet to. Just try putting it down for a minute, you say, and see what happens, you say? Putting down my pain? Yes, put down your pain. What, like it's a sack of angry kittens? Angry wet kittens. Yeah, they don't like being wet. Well, kittens don't mind. They're just so cute. So like feral cats, like sack of angry, wet, feral cats and one hen who's also wet and feral. Maybe a puppy. No, the puppy wouldn't know what to do. The cats would... No, what? No, shut up. What? No, putting down like insulting your pain or belittling its contribution to your life. Oh, why? In order to belittle its contribution to your life. It kind of was in the sentence that I just said. <laughs> so, just like insult my pain away. Right now, when you talk about bad things that happen to you, you make those events sound almost heroic. He lied! She cheated! Injustice! We all must fight! What I'm suggesting is you don't give your pain quite that much credit. Say, yes, that was unfortunate, but it was just a thing that happened. Not a defining characteristic of my life. Well, that sounds like lying to me. Which is why I only suggest a temporary put-down. Like the way award winners sometimes forget to thank the people closest to them, but they make up for it at their first opportunity. If one of your fears is that you'll forget all of your fears, then maybe that's the one that needs addressing first. It's the lock that holds all the other fears in. If you list them, then we can catalog and record them for you to look over and just keep the ones you want to, not the ones you have to or don't even know are there. Okay, fear of forgetting fears. What else? I don't know, fear of admitting fears. Fear of intimacy, I guess, to some degree. Fear of commitment. No, actually, that's never been my problem. The opposite, in fact. Maybe I commit too soon. Fear of your own reckless judgment, maybe. What else? Fear of dying, fear of heights, fear of beards. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of beards? So does the pain define you still? Or are you, are you your own person without it? It's just weird. My pain doesn't define me. I define it. I defy it. I denounce and decry it. Are you happy? Yes. I am happy. Are you in control of your own life? Yes. I am in control of my own life. 
Great. How do you feel? <sighs> feel good. Happy. Can you love again? I never stopped. Excellent. Thank you. Ha, ha.